Hi everyone, I'm Ben Heffernan and welcome back. This is episode number three of the Big Audio Art Life Show. Happy New Year! It's now January 2019 and I hope you all had a happy and safe Christmas and New Year. In today's show, I want to talk about a little system I've come up with myself called the 5 Minute Advantage. We're all time poor nowadays and this just helps to get in front of my easel, or me to get in front of my easel, and pick up the brush and work on my art. So let's get into it. Okay, now we're all time poor nowadays, everybody knows that. Um, me, I'm a truck driver, I work full time, I uh, get v very rarely do I get home before three o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I'm trying to sleep, I've got a young family, um, you know, yada, 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 it just goes on. And no doubt there's not much difference with you and your life. So for us to get our, especially for us creators, it's really difficult for us to be able to, um, you know, with a family, with, uh, with jobs, all this sort of thing in our life, it's very difficult to be able to live out our passions. And uh, now I touched on Follow Your Passion in uh, episode, uh, podcast number two. And today, this one, I've come up with this concept. It wasn't, it, I've called it the five minute advantage, but really it's just something I've come up with and some systems in place, a little bit of discipline, um, so that I can uh, take advantage of those five minute um, little intervals in our life where you're making a cup of tea. Instead of sitting at the kitchen table having a cuppa, I'm actually in front of the easel. Um, go and put the kettle on, go and pick up the brush, wet the brush, get some paint on my palette, and by the time the kettle's ready to be boiled, put down the brush, walk over to the kettle, you know, make a cuppa, come back, and um, instead of sitting there and, and, and whinging and carrying on that I don't get enough time, when you really think about it, there's lots of little opportunities we can take, and that's what I want to talk about today. So I've broken it down to five steps for myself. So this is just so I can um, get this podcast out, but um, really they're just sort of no-brainers. They're just um, little systems I've got in place. So number one, create a space that's easy to access. Two, always have your current project on the easel. Number three is have your materials set up which is really important. Have more than one project on the go at any one time. That's number four. And number five is take advantage of those five minutes throughout your day. Just get in front of your work and pick up the damn brush. Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a really motivational speaker that I listen to a lot. And he says um, in his wine library series, he says, just taste the damn wine. So I'd like to say, just pick up the damn brush, get in front of the easel and go. Just start, stop whinging, stop complaining. And before you know it, those five minutes turns into 10 minutes. Suddenly you're there for half an hour and you're actually plucking more time out of the ether than you realized you had. Rather than sitting there complaining, going, I never get any time. It's a matter of just getting in front of it. Whatever project it is, I'm, me, I'm art, but you might be a mechanic. You might have an, an, old, um, an old bomb you're restoring out in the shed. It's a matter of just getting out there, getting in front of it, picking up the damn wrench and just getting into it. And in my case, it's a matter of just picking up the damn brush. Now, the old book says, make level paths for your feet. Well, I'd like to say, have no obstacles between you and your easel. So, in other words, like, if you've got clutter, if you've got all sorts of things in front of, um, in front of your little studio and boxes and tables and chairs and nothing set up, by the time you get around to actually setting something up, getting your paintwork out, getting all your materials set up, all your paints on your palette, and unless you're a professional artist, um, 
that where you've got a space and you've got a time each day where you're going to start work and you're going to knock off work. For us that, are, that haven't got that luxury, it's a matter of having everything, everything set up already. So me, I like to have my easel on the, on, on the, my artwork on the easel. I like to have all my paint, actually all my paints all set up um, in, in a certain area and all my studios ready to go. So at any one time, I can just walk straight over, squeeze some paint on, onto a plastic plate, which I'll get into in a minute, and start. Now I have my studio set up in the rumpus room, away from the telly and other distractions. It's far too easy to start watching TV if you've got it near there, or looking at emails, or um, you know having your computer close handy, or even checking social media and having your phone there. Um, me, I like to have my phone either away or playing music on YouTube or something like that, uh, or have some um, podcasts going, um, some really good podcasts up there. Uh, one. Um, this creative life I think it is or something like that by Andrew Tischler give that a listen it's absolutely awesome um, so it's it's weird you know we, we struggle and get um, narky when we're not pursuing our passions our dreams etc <clears throat> we tend to put it on the back burner when we have a chance to actually paint now that's uh, now I'm reading from notes here so now that's where um, this is where we need to have it all set up and ready to go when we have or do have five minutes to get in front of the easel. If it's not set up and we have to, like I said earlier, if we have to start getting everything set up and start doing everything with that five minutes, it's gone. Um, by the time we've set up, it's time to pack up. Kids need to be fed. Um, you need to get to work. You need to have a shower. You need to pack up your gear. So. You know, by that stage you're thinking, oh, stuff that, so what have I got? If it's not a set up and you have to start getting all our paints out and set up our easel, then five, ten minutes is gone already. If you're like me, lazy, which I've got in brackets there, I'm not really, but, um, you know, just can't be bothered attitude at times. It's all too hard, and I think stuff that, by the time it's set up, it'll all be time to pack it up. Uh, so I have my current painting on the easel. I have my water at the moment. I'm working in acrylics. I uh, don't recommend having turps set up in a jar or a bowl. If kids are around, um, you know, it can be a bit dangerous. Little little hands like to reach up, so you, you need to have that stuff packed away, of course. Anything dangerous that um, can cause... Uh, by the way, it's going to stink the house out unless you get that turps that um, doesn't, you know, have any, any odour. But, um, yeah, you need to be, obviously aware of um, you know any dangerous chemicals and things like that that can be around you know, especially in oils so I I pretty much just have water I'm into the acrylics while well, I've got little ones at the moment but I'll be getting back into my uh, my oils very very shortly so I have my um, kids around plus uh, it's, it's it smells so also have my plastic plates which is what I use as a palette as once I'm done it just gets thrown out so yeah I've, I've got my wife goes off and gets me all these little plastic throwaway barbecue plates that you get and they've got to have a smooth bottom obviously don't get anything that's got a textured bottom to them but um, yeah I get them in all different sorts of colors whatever is on special but they're just a smooth bottom plastic plate and so I just use them as references as well because um, sometimes you'll walk away uh, you'll come back and think now where was I you just got to look at your old plates and see what your colors you've been using so I'll have them set up um, at the end of the day if I'm if I'm use that palette up too much, I just chuck it in the bin. It's no brainer, it's so easy. Right, now, all my paint tubes are set up in a, uh, you know, in a row. So I have them all set up right next to my easel, 
all set up in a row. So I've got reds with reds, blues with blues, so it's easy to go to that area. That also all my assorted hues of the same colour to make it easy to find. So again, it's just a matter of um, having everything set up so that you've got you've got a go-to place. So you've got in front of the easel, you're there for five seconds, you've picked up the brush, you've, you know ex exactly where all your um, paints are, they're all lined up, ready to go, squeeze a little bit on the plate, or in my case sometimes, I think I've talked about this a little bit further down the line in my notes, is that I, I'll just get, um, if at the end of the day I've still got a fair bit of paint on my plate, I'll just get some glad wrap out, I'll wrap it up and I'll put that into the freezer and uh, when I'm, um, it does freeze over so when I uh, get it out I'll just get it out, sit, sit next to my painting uh, while that's thawing out, I'll have the kettle on, making a cup or whatever it is that I'm doing, in, you know, setting myself up in other ways. And by the time it only takes about a minute and a half, it's thawed out and you'll rip the, um, the glad wrap off and, and away you go. Now, number two. So now having your artwork on the easel or whatever you're working on at the time in a place so you can see it constantly is so important. I guess it's hard if you're working out in the shed or away from your studios, away from your everyday living areas, but it's really important to have that in your face. It's there, it's constantly a reminder. Subconsciously, you're making little adjustments as you walk past. Okay, you mightn't even be able to um, actually get in front of the easel and pick up the brush, but you're looking at it, you're critiquing it, you're walking past to you know put parcels somewhere or walking past the artwork. And because it's on display, you, you're having a little look, you're walking up and going, oh, that eye is actually, that eye is too small or that eye is not in the right place or whatever it might be. You, you're actually making these little subconscious changes. So it's very, very important to have that artwork out in the open, you can see it. And also it's a really good little reminder so that when you wanna use this little five minute advantage, you can just go bang, I've got five seconds, I'm gonna grab that brush and I'm gonna fix that. And next thing, that five seconds has turned into five minutes to 10 minutes to half an hour. And, and you find that you'll eke out more time in the day than you thought you actually had. So just in recapping that, it's just going back to my notes, it's a constant reminder, you can't help but see it and even critique it. You're doing it so you can subconsciously make changes, improvements, etc. But the main reason for having it in your line of sight is, uh, is easy access, is to pick up your brush and actually paint every spare five seconds, minutes you get. Plus you're looking, you're taking advantage of those little in-between times you have. While having that cuppa, why not have it with, uh, why not have it with a brush in your hand? Uh, over time, you'll find by taking up these five minutes to yourself that uh, so you can see I've just scribbled this down so my notes are atrocious but anyway I probably should print this out as I'm writing it so I can read it better sorry but anyway five minutes to yourself for that the sky hasn't yeah so you'll find that yeah you've got five minutes to yourself you started painting the sky hasn't fallen in and um, you know you're fulfilling your desires to paint more and more uh, than with those five minutes turn into a half an hour so that's what I yeah I've already recapped on that but so those five minutes turn into a half an hour or even more the main thing is, in recapping, is one, have a space constantly set up and easy access. Have your materials already set up so you, everything you need is within your reach, arm's reach. Have your works in plain sight uh, to be constantly reminded to take advantage of that five minutes in your life. Another thing that I like to do is, uh, is started on other works. Yeah, so here's another point that I've got in my, um, in my have you, 
uh, have more than one project on the go, which is number four, which I'll get back to. So another thing that I like to do is have is start on other pro other oh, I'll get it out in a minute. Another thing that I like to do is get started on other works and have them around my studio, uh, which has a couple of advantages. One, gets the ideas out of my head or notepad or sketchbook and actually on canvas or paper, etc. This starts the process of that creation. Turn it from a more mere thought into something real. So yeah, you know what, sometimes you'll sit there and I'll have something in my head for six months and then eventually it just fades. If I don't get that out of my head, um, I can recap and I can go back and, and you know, and try to remember what it was that I had this awesome thought while I'm driving along and think of, um, you know, two eagles that I might have seen, you know, flying into the sunset early one morning and, and some of the scenes I've seen as a truck driver uh, driving over Australia in this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country of mine is that, um, you know, you see some awesome sights and you think, oh, I remember that. It's like, I guess, a muso. You know, he wakes up in the middle of the night unless he gets those lyrics down, he knows um, they're going to be gone when he wakes up or she wakes up. So me, it's, you know, the same thing for a visual artist. We can um, have these amazing visions, thoughts, um, see these amazing ideas, but unless we get them off out of, our, out of our brain, onto some canvas, into a notepad, or even again from the notepad onto a canvas, like I said, it really inspires you. It starts you to, um, you know, turn that from what was a mere thought, you know, into an actual creation. That not only you, but this is the reason why I create, is because it's I get amazing satisfaction out of it. But also I love the, you know, when people walk up and go, oh, look at that, that's awesome. You know, to me, that just gives me goosebumps and that, that um, is priceless, it really is. So just getting back to it, it also keeps me inspired and in the, and in the game. Turns it into something I'm gonna do to something I'm doing and already started. So that's that's a big point. That's a big issue there. Like like I said, you can have it in your head. You can have it in your notepad. You can have it um, the idea written down on the notepad. You can even have it sketched out in a um, in a sketchbook. But once it gets on that canvas, this this the, you've started that sucker. It's 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 going to happen now. Um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with painting it out later, um, having a different idea, thinking, no, nah, I need to use that canvas for that, something else. But while you're painting and while you're walking past your studio, to actually have artworks around the place, it just keeps you inspired. So another point is also, we can get to a point where we may need to let our, our current project either dry or for some reason we can't continue on for the time we have. So I just take down my current artwork and move straight on to my next one that it's, I've already started. That way I'm still making the most of my f uh, five minutes rather than, ah well, I can't do much of my current work, may as well have a cuppa and feel sorry for myself on how I am, on how I am so busy that um, I'm trying to again read my notes. I'm having a little pity party for myself anyway, by the looks of it. And that's the thing. I can have a little pull, uh, pity, you know, um, pity party. We all sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, you know, if only I could get in front of the the, the easel. I don't have enough time. Oh, I'm waiting for that oil to dry." Uh, this eliminates it by having other artworks around. You can just take that artwork off the easel, just move straight into the next one you've already got your studio set up your paints are already there just put that current um, uh, plate of, of paint that you've got bit of 
glad wrap over it, whack it in the freezer and grab out the other one that you've probably already started on. You may even have some paint that you've, you, know, you, can, you can start with that you know, you've got in the fridge or freezer. And um, then I, and I like to wrap it up too, by the way, so cross-contamination, I have my little freezer area that's only got my artwork in, um, my paints in, it's not near the food or anything, so if you come over for tea anybody, don't worry, I'm not going to poison you. So, um, busy that, just getting back to my notes, I'm so busy that everyone, um, that I can't fulfil my passions, boo-hoo. So... I work pretty much full time, so here I am talking about and you know, uh, for someone else. I have my own business and I also take on commissions from people here and there and also try to squeeze in my, my own works. Very limited time with four kids and my wife and I try to fit in a life, so I'm trying, uh, a life as well, so I'm trying to, as I said, make the most of these five minutes. The f you know, and, and this is me. I know you guys have probably got exactly the same um, scenarios in your life to fulfill my own passion desires that I talked about in my precious uh, in my precious podcast uh, previous podcasts so guess what with all that <clears throat> said I still leave an enormous amount of time on the table discipline to take advantage of the time I have comes into play as well I can do all these little tricks but it comes down to me to take advantage of those times I certainly don't paint enough so this is me talking to myself. I certainly don't paint enough myself. And let's face it, it's all, um, let's face it, is to be really good at, to get really good at anything takes a practice and, and, and mistakes and to do it over and over again to really become competent at anything we desire to be good at. So really the, the back, you know, the buck stops with us. So well, that's what I've got written. With the buck stops with us, it's it's um, it's our life, and we only have so many days on this earth. So yeah, good points, Benny boy. Even though I'm talking about myself there, it's true. Like you know, it's it's up to us. It's it, the buck stops with us. It's if we really want to um, cry and whinge and moan, you know, that's fine. It's what we do. Um, but at the end of the day, once you've had your cry, once you've, you know, you felt sorry for yourself, get in front of the, whatever the project is, like I said, out in the shed, pick up the damn tools you need to restore that vehicle, or get out there and make that cubby house, whatever it is for the kids, or for me, you know, get in front of that easel, pick up the damn brush and start painting. It's just up to me. Yeah, so like I said, we've only got so many days on this earth, so we need to make the most of any opportunity we get to fulfil our, our wants, ambitions, desires. In my project, uh, in my previous podcast, I defined what passion is for me, and it really isn't all beer and skittles and rainbows and sparkles. Sometimes it's hard to work, lift the paintbrush, or even get in front of the easel for the very fact you really are fatigued. So here's another point. So you can, you can, you really are fatigued. For me, you're actually gonna do more damage um, by getting in front of, maybe your head's not there, you're, you're tired, like truck driving, it's not physically demanding, but it is mentally demanding. And um, I've done physical work in my like past lives and work, but to actually work um, constantly, you know, for hours on end, concentrate on the road, it can really, really drain you mentally. And so then to get home and try and pick up the brush and get in front of the easel, well, that's really, really difficult because you use, you need to, an enormous amount, um, any artist will tell you, or any creator for that matter, will tell you that you really need to have your A game to a certain degree um, on point so that 
you can concentrate. It does take an enormous amount of mental energy to be able to get what's in your head and what the image is from, you know, from your head down to your fingertips and out through the brush. So getting back to my notes, you, uh, so in the very fact you really are fatigued or simply too tired, and to be honest, it's probably not a good idea, especially if you're doing some detailed work that needs fresh eyes without fatigue. But you probably could gesso or prime or fresh or get a fresh canvas out and put it in a back uh, in a background. I put in a background, and believe me, if you can fit in just one thing on a daily basis, you feel so much more accomplished, as opposed to just feeling all frustrated for getting nothing done for the week. So just expanding on that, um, yeah, like I said, you can be fatigued and sometimes it's not a good idea to actually start doing any detailed work. Uh, I'm at home, so you probably can hear my kids running around the background playing, which is fair enough. But uh, anyway, um, now just getting back to it, you can be fatigued and it's probably not a good idea to really do any detailed work, especially if you're a fine artist that likes to do um, realism, hyper-realism, um, photographic work. But you can gesso a background or you can get a canvas and like I said having this is where this um, having other artworks and other projects on the go at any one time because you think well okay I can't touch that painting at the moment or I am too fatigued but I'm not fatigued enough to just whack in um, to gesso that that canvas ready for uh, the next day or the next time I get my next five minutes spare uh, or you can you know start just slapping in some color um, on the back of uh, on, as a background in so there's plenty of little things there and um, you know like I said with other projects you may be able to do something that's a no-brainer just something that you're just getting a color on there it's it's moving you forward you're not frustrated looking at another day have gone by uh, and you've used up another day on this earth where you haven't done anything that helps you create and get for and move forward and get your um, you know your passion out of out of your uh, your, your being and into um, a physical reality which is really what we need to do we need to get it like um, I remember a guy coming up to him once and he said oh my brother took six months to paint that and I said yeah but six months ago mate that didn't re that that awesome painting there didn't exist and now it does so as creators we um, we need to be able to get things that are in our minds out and and out into a physical a physical um, presence you know, so that other people can enjoy them even if they don't you do you love them and you're out of you now and you've created something like I said with this guy you know he was carrying on about his brother taking six months to paint this awesome painting which was by Kevin Ando Anderson from um, the big picture in Broken Hill so big shout out to him and to all the uh, uh, my fellow artists and um, people listening to this from Broken Hill uh, which is uh, Outback New South Wales, and uh, Outback Australia, by the way. So uh, it, for my international listeners, uh, awesome part of the world and, and people travel there all over the world just to be inspired um, to be able to paint. My little daughter's running in with a toy, so hang on. Okay, you're going to join in the podcast? No, you can't touch that and you can't touch that. So say hello to everybody. No, nothing? Nothing now that I've got you on air? All right, well, we'll get back to it. <laughs> Sorry about that. So she's gone and run off to mum now. So anyway, look, Broken Hill is an awesome place to be able to be inspired. With Like I said, we have people there from all over the world. But Kevin Ando Anderson, his brother was saying it took him six months to paint this certain, um, this certain painting. And like I said, it was, you know, I explained there was nothing there. It was just a, a blank, blank space. Now there's something introduced to the world that's going to be there forever. And um, 
and I remember the lady standing next to him at the time. She goes, get on you, mate. That's right. Yeah, it's something there now. There's nothing there. It was only in his head before or a thought. So that's for us as creators. We need to be able to get that out in, into, um, into an actual tangible space. All right, so I've been waffling on. So let's just get back into, um, into uh, wrapping this up. So in wrapping up, number one, have a space that's easy to access. So in other words, like I said, have uh, don't have boxes of um, boxes in your way in your studio or things that you have to set up. Make sure that uh, there's an easy access to that artwork, so you can just walk past it, critique it, grab the brush if you need to, and just start working. And like I said, that five minutes that you take advantage of will will honestly just move you forward. It's worked in my life. It's working currently. Um, I know we're all busy, but it's a matter of just making sure that you have a space that's easy to access. Number two is have your current project on the easel or projects uh, so you can see it. So, yep, just getting into that. You know, you need to make sure that it's it's there, it's, it's in your face, so that when you do have these five minutes, you can take advantage of them. You can go straight into it. Um, and you'll be amazed, just having the artwork around the house, you'll be amazed at these little um, little things that you haven't really realised. You've just been looking at it, and when you get back in front of it, you'll go, oh, hang on, that eye, like I said previously, that eye was not in the right spot, or it needs to be larger, or, or that tone there is not dark enough, or it needs to be lighter. Uh, and you just seem to subconsciously know this when you get in there by having the artwork constantly in your face or, or around so that you um, subconsciously critique it. And uh, <clears throat> then there's also number three, have your materials already set up. And like I said, have your reds in your, have, I like to have all my tubes in, in, in a row. So I've got my reds, my reds, and I've got my yellows with my yellows, and I've got my blues with my blues and all the different hues that come with it. And that way it's just easy access, no brainer, my hand already, um, you know, subconsciously reaches out to the right area, grabs the paint, and um, and away you go. You've, you're ready to start squeezing it onto your little plate. And also, like I said, have your plates ready, ready to be just you know plastic plates or whatever you might use. But that's what I do. I just have little plastic plates that are just throwaways. And um, and sometimes you might want to keep those paint little pa plastic plates on a on side note so that when you go back, they're a good reference to remind you what colours you were using. And um, that way you know what uh, you know sort of you can leave off when you do have to leave off and you only can get these five minutes in when you do have to put the 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 paint away or put it back into the freezer and get it out you know exactly what colors or what you're working on uh, so number four have more than one project on the go at once and that's right so yeah just um, like I've already elaborated on, have more than one project. I look around my studio now, I've got, um, I've currently got Chloe the Blue Healer sitting on my easel and um, I've had to rework her a couple of times, especially the background. Um, I made her look a little bit flat and to be able to give her that 3D look, um, I really needed to be able to uh, uh, work on the background, bring her out, may have given myself a little bit more work, but that's, that's another thing. Um, and I'm just looking around the studio now, I've got a big canvas leaning up against the wall that I'm going to do an awesome little rose abstract on. Um, I've got uh, behind that, I have to hide a couple of my paintings because my little daughter will, uh, she's 15 months, she will decide to push on the canvas and, and make little dents in my work, so uh, that can be a bit of a pain. So. I do have them, but I do have them in 
in the studio. I can just reach it, reach for them at any one time when I want to take that particular artwork that I'm working on. I can't for some reason work on it anymore for the day. I'm too fatigued or I'm waiting for paint to dry or for some reason I, I just can't move forward with that one. I'll just take it off, slip that behind one of the mirrors or whatever I have in, in, um, in my studio, grab out my next one <clears throat> and make a start. So, uh, and number five, uh, where are we? Five minute advantage, get through your day. So here we go. So take advantage, again, here we go, take advantage of those five minutes you get throughout your day and just pick up the damn brush and paint. Once you start, you'll most likely go longer and even if you don't, you've either got your foundation down for a new artwork project or corrected a fault or problem, or at least, at the very least, uh, accomplished a little more of your work. So yeah, I know, I've stressed it, I've said that, you know, like plenty of times throughout this last half hour or so, just get in front of the of, of the damn work and pick up the damn brush. So it really is just a matter of doing it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't carry on that you don't have enough time because none of us do. We just need to be able to just actually have the discipline to say, rightio, at the moment, why am I sitting here watching um, Game of Thrones or why am I sitting here watching Netflix? Um, as I said in my previous podcast, uh, the passion is not something that you just do for a leisurely little bit of a you know, fun time. Passion to you should be something that makes you work, makes you get off your butt and you have to get it out there. You actually forsake leisure, you, you, you forsake shows and, and other things because you want to fulfil your passion. And like I've said earlier, you, you just need to get that out of you. The creators, like, you know what I'm on about. <clears throat> It's just something that you need to have discipline. Take advantage of those five minutes. Just get in front of the, the easel. You've got everything set up. As I said, go through those five steps and make sure that you have them um, ready to go so you can take advantage. So I've just had my wife come in and give me some tips and some pointers on how I can do this podcast better and to stop over um, uh, talking at, about you know what I've said and what I can do and can't do. But look, I'm... As I said to her, I'm just stressing you need to take advantage of these five minutes and that's why I'm going over myself a little bit and recapping because I can't stress it enough. We need the discipline to get in front of the canvas and pick up the damn brush every second we get. So look, if you want to see if I can actually paint, go and check it out at um, Ben Hef Art. I'm on Facebook, so just um, put in the search there, Ben Heffernan and Art. And I'm also on Instagram, Ben Heffernan, uh, so it's Ben underscore Heff underscore Art. And go and have a look. Let me know if, you're, uh, if, you've, if you've had a look. Let me know if you've visited. And, um, and tell me whether you, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, you can get back to me and tell me whether if there's something else you'd like to talk about um, to bring up in my podcasts uh, in this creative life that we've got. So, like I said, this is uh, Ben Heffernan. This is Big Audio Art Life. I hope you like the show. Uh, be awesome creators and uh, enjoy the rest of uh, your days until we come again and uh, start talking about oh, everything art related. So God bless and see you later.